Welcome to the Victory Orlando Church Podcast. We are so glad you decided to join us. We want to help you to know God, find freedom, and discover your divine purpose so that you can make a difference with your life. We pray this message encourages you, inspires you, brings you hope, and builds your faith. You guys look good today. Tell somebody next to you, you look better than you did last time. Uh, It's been a... uh Back in November, I was here. It's good to be back with you guys. Always good to be here with my amazing wife, the better half of my life, the wife of my life. 20 years now. Is that right? 20 years. So uh, we have uh, an amazing family. Only a couple of them are with us. Two of the three children are with us this weekend, and we wanted to share that picture with you. This is the family. There's Isaac. There's Lizzie on the far right, and then our little Joy in the middle, Emma Joy. So yes, that is 17, 15, and a one-year-old. Same wife, just extra kids. Quarantine, baby. Yes, that's a quarantine special right there. I mean, a lot of terrible things happen to people during quarantine, but then there's a lot of amazing things as well. And so we're grateful for you guys. We're grateful for this church as we're here and we see what God is doing. You know, it's about uh, people encountering Jesus and having a connection with God. You know, outside of this building, there's a lot of lost and hurting people. There's a lot of broken people. And the church exists for them. The church exists for you. And so I just want to echo what Pastor Chris has already said and what he says on a regular basis. And can we honor Pastor Chris and Heather for the job they're doing? In leading this church, we love you guys. You're doing awesome. Pastor Heather's helping in the kids today. But it takes men and women of faith to be obedient to do what God wants to do in the earth. You know, God is up in heaven and he's given us his Holy Spirit, but he doesn't just move automatically on the earth. It requires participation with his people. God has a plan and he sends a person. God has a vision and he calls a couple. God has a a design, but then he looks for a person that will walk into their destiny. And so for each of us, it's important to understand uh, God's will concerning many things. And the Bible is very clear on that. And today you're going to hear several passages of Scripture as Sarah, uh, Sarah shares and brings the word. But it's really about the understanding of you hearing what God is saying to you. That all throughout this book that we call the Bible, as I've said in the past, there are 783,131 different words in this Bible. 31,000 different verses, 44 books, or 44 authors, 66 books, written over a period of 1,500 years. That's a long time, a lot of authors, that's a lot of words, but with one distinct theme. That God loves his people, wants a relationship with his people, and that when you connect with God, you can do everything that God has called you to. To do in this life. It's about redemption. It's also about purpose and it's about plan. And so I want to encourage you wherever you are in the journey that you can hear God's voice. In fact, uh, Sarah just released this book and we brought a few copies in the back that she'll be selling and she'll also be signing some of these. It's on how to hear God's voice. This is not a theory. This is not wishful thinking. This is God's design for his people. In fact, it's entry-level Christianity to hear and follow the voice of God. It's not for the obscure. It's not for the elite. It is for you. It is for all of us that find ourselves in faith following Jesus 
that we can hear his voice. So in the midst of every other voice, you can also hear the one distinct voice that will change everything, and that is the voice of God. And so Sarah's going to be sharing on this today and ministering, and what our heart is, our belief for you today is that you leave here different than you came. That whatever you've been dealing with, whatever you've been struggling with, whatever obstacle you've been facing, that you're going to be able to get beyond that thing. Jesus had an encounter with two blind men in the New Testament story when he was walking the earth, and they cried out to Jesus, and Jesus looked at them, and he said, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And they replied, and they said, yes, Lord, we believe. And then it says, he immediately, he reached out, he touched them, and their sight was opened. Our prayer today is that as faith is built on the inside of you, that you would believe for whatever it is that you are dealing with or whatever it is that you have been encountering, that you would believe that God can do even greater than that, that God can come through for you, that the God that you serve is not far off. He's not a historical Jesus. No, he's a personal Jesus. He wants to interact with your life, and he wants to change things today. Tell somebody next to you, I think he's talking to you. So before I preach any longer. I'm going to turn it over to the best preacher in our family, my amazing wife, Sarah. Give it up for Sarah today as she preaches. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that was good. Are you ready for the word? <laughs> that was awesome. Well, as he said, the Lord really spoke to me to write this book and said, teach people how to hear my voice. And for some of you, it's a refresher course. You already know a lot of this. But for others, it will be new material. Either way, it builds our faith. When we hear the word and hear the word, it feeds our faith. And so in it, I talk about uh, the promise of hearing God's voice, the ways that God speaks, hindrances to hearing his voice, how to know God's will. I go through seven questions to ask yourself. According to scripture, when you're trying to decide something, you're trying to decide whether something is God's will or not. And so I believe it'll help you in decisions that you need to make. And also I share about the rewards of hearing and obeying his voice. And I believe it'll just encourage and equip you in discerning his voice and then walking out the purpose that he has. Because that's what it's about. It's us walking out our individual unique purpose for our lives. And so I'm going to give that to somebody here. Who wants a free cup? Okay, yes, this lady back here, she's excited. Yes, give it to her. Thank you, thank you. And we'll give it to those in the back after. Also, this course is a five-part online course that I want to give to you free, free online course. You can get it at howtoheargodbook.org. And I think we have the website up there. You can get that free five-part online study. So you can use this as you're riding to work, <laughs> as you're getting ready in the morning, in your time with God. This is on-the-go that will fuel your faith and feed you, feed your faith and encourage you in hearing and obeying God's voice. So I believe that'll be a great resource to, to just have in your walk with the Lord. Why don't we pray as we get to his word? Lord, I just thank you for this beautiful church. I thank you for pastors Chris and Heather. We bless this church. We bless this house. And Lord, today we open our hearts to hear from you. We want to hear what your spirit is saying. Lord, we pray your kingdom come, your will be done in us and through us as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen? Amen. Well, after the holidays, I had this urge to declutter. Anybody ever been there before? <laughs> 
I mean, things had piled up after Christmas, my decorations and just stuff, you know, with three kids, stuff piles up. So I got this urge that I need to just make space in my house. So I went and cleared out decorations, and then I went closet to closet, and I began to take out things that the kids had outgrown and things that needed to be given away, things that needed to be trashed, and I just was in this you know, zone. I don't always do that, but <laughs> I was in this mode of decluttering. And then I went into my pantry and my fridge and I started taking out the food that had gotten moldy and that was no longer good, that was expired, so that I could bring the fresh, healthy food for the new year for my family. And so this is no condemnation to those who have not cleaned out their fridge. That is not what this message is about. <laughs> I am not teaching on decluttering, but what I am realizing is that through that experience, I realized how that just like we do that in the natural, we declutter, we make space, we have to do that for our hearts, for our minds, for our schedules. We have to make space so that we can hear what the Spirit of God is saying. You see, God is speaking to us but so many times we can allow the noises and the clutter of this world and all the voices that are vying for our attention to drown out the still, small voice of God. And what I would encourage you in is that God wants to speak to you, but we have to tune past the static of this world, just like you tune past in those old radios. Anybody remember those? The young people are like, I don't know what you're talking about. But you got to tune past static to get to that clear channel. We have to do the same thing in our walk with God. We have to tune past the static and say, Lord, I want to hear what your spirit is saying. And I know you're hungry for that because this church has been fasting and praying and seeking the Lord. But I want to encourage you, even in your daily walk with God, to make space. Everybody say, make space. Make space to hear what God is saying. I believe he wants to guide us in the little things and in the big things. And that things that he will show you could avoid so much trouble, <laughs> so much anxiety, so much problems if we'll hear what he's saying. And he wants to give you heavenly downloads. He wants to guide you, direct you, give you clarity on decisions that you need to make. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 says, forget the former things, don't dwell on the things of old. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it's springing forth. I'm making a way in the wilderness, and I'm making streams in the desert. When he talks about that way, he's referring to God bringing direction and clarity. And when he speaks of God bringing streams in the desert, he's speaking of God bringing refreshing and provision. I believe he wants to bring both to you in 2023. Direction and refreshing and provision. Amen? Amen? So when we tune in to hear his voice, we get that clarity. We get that direction that we're needing. And as I began to study and writing this book, I found so many times that God uses the word listen and hear. In fact, the Bible talks about the word talk 160 times. He uses the word love 490 times. Faith is mentioned 250 times. And those are all good. We need those. But he uses the word listen and hear 696 times in the Bible. I think he wants to speak to us. <laughs> and I think he wants us to hear what he's saying. 
And why is it so important? Because the key to discerning our purpose is found in hearing his voice. Amen? And some of you, you've heard this before, but I believe the Holy Spirit is bringing this to your attention to say, hey, hear what I'm saying. Revelation 2.7 says, he who has ears, let him hear what the Spirit of God is saying. So he wants to speak to us, and he wants to build your faith that you can hear his voice. Some of you have doubted, you've questioned, you second-guessed, and the Lord wants to encourage your faith to believe that you can hear God's voice. Amen? You can be led by his spirit. So many people tell me throughout my years in ministry, well, hearing from God is just for preachers or those in full-time ministry. That's a lie. (laughs) Hearing from God is a promise for every follower of God. Jesus said in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice. They know me and they follow me. We're his sheep. We hear him and we follow him. And he leads us into his best. Amen? So be confident that you can hear his voice. Recognize that he is speaking. And then ask him to speak to you. I mean, it sounds simple, but sometimes we forget. (laughs) Ask him. Jeremiah 33.3 says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. I want to know those things that I don't know. (laughs) Right? I want to be led by the Spirit. John 1, 5 through 8 says, if you need wisdom, you can ask, and he will give it to you liberally. But ask in faith without doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. So when we ask God, we need to have confidence. Lord, I believe that you can speak to me. I believe I can hear and be led by your spirit. Amen? Amen. So we recognize he speaks. We ask him to speak to us, and then we listen We listen to hear what he has to say. And sometimes, how many of you maybe have prayed and you're praying maybe on your way to work or you're praying when you get up and then you forget to stop and actually hear what he has to say? And that's that's just a simple reminder. We have to wait and say, Lord, what do you have for me today? And God can give you creative ideas that could affect your business, that can increase you financially for the glory of God. He can give you wisdom in your relationship dynamics, in in marriage, in raising your kids. I mean, he wants to guide us. He's He's the guide. Holy Spirit is called the guide. He's called the comforter. He's called the teacher, the stand beside. He is with us, and he wants to lead us. So we can ask him. We can listen. And Isaiah 30, 21 says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice saying, this is the way. Walk in it. So when we meditate on these verses, faith rises in our heart to believe that we can hear from him. So how do we practically hear from God? Well, first of all, we hear from God through his word. Amen? Psalms 119, 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. We begin to learn God's character and his ways when we're in the word of God on a regular basis. We discern what his will is, what his ways are like. And John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. So if we want to get to know Jesus, we got to get to know his word because he says, I am the word. I am the word made flesh. You know, as, as Caleb mentioned, we have a little one-year-old And when she is teething, she's in that teething stage right now, we have given her this little taco teether, which actually Chris and Heather gave it to us. 
And uh, so she, when she just needs to be soothed, we give her this taco teether to chew on, and it satisfies her for a little bit. But it doesn't fill her up. When she's hungry, she needs the real thing. And so we have to get her her milk, and now we're giving her solids, and she needs nourishment. It's the same for us in our walk with God. We can feed on a lot of things, on social media, on movies, on entertainment, on activities. And those things can satisfy us for a little bit. But the only thing that will truly satisfy and nourish our soul, our spirit, is his word. This word is alive. It's powerful. It's not like any other book. It's living, it's active, it's operative, the Bible says. It's energizing. I mean, when I am in the Word, sometimes I'll, I'll be weary, and I just start getting in the Word, and I get stronger in my spirit. So there is strength and nourishment in the Word. And as we get into His Word, then we begin to better discern His voice. So He speaks through His Word. He speaks through His Spirit, that still, small voice. Sometimes it's just that knowing, that gentle prompting. Sometimes it's audible. How many of you, anybody have heard from God in an audible way? I know people, I haven't necessarily heard in an audible way, but I know other people have heard from God in audible. So the Bible says in John 16, 13, when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own initiative, but he will speak whatever he hears from the Father. And he will show you things to come. He will show you things to come. He wants to show you things ahead, things that are coming. So how do we recognize his voice? Well, think about it this way. When my husband Caleb calls me, he doesn't have to introduce himself. When he says hello, I know him. I know his voice because why? We're in relationship. We talk all the time. So when he says something, I know his voice. When we're in relationship with God and we're talking to him and we're in his word, we are going to more readily recognize his voice when he prompts us to do something. And I began to learn this as a teenager. When I was 14 years old and I just really began to realize I needed a relationship, not just, uh, you know, I'm saved, going to heaven. I needed a relationship with God. And I began to seek him as a teenager and I asked God, I said, God, make this word come alive to me. And he did. I mean, I remember one morning I'm reading, and he says, pray for your friend, Melinda. Start praying for my friend. Okay, that lifted. Get to school that day. She comes running up to me with her hair all crazy and her eyes all crazy. She said, Sarah, I was just in a car accident. My car is totaled, but I'm alive. Look at me. There's no broken bones. I was like, praise God, you're alive. I was so thankful, but also I recognized, wow, that was the Holy Spirit speaking to me. And as I began to get more confident, I began to realize, you know what? God is speaking to me all the time. I just have to tune in and hear what he's saying. Sometimes he speaks to me in worship. How many of you have heard from the Lord in worship? I mean, when I'm just zoned in, I said, okay, Lord, I'm here. I remember one time I was in worship and I said, Lord, I, I feel like I'm doing everything you've called me to do, but if there's anything else you desire, I'm yours. Here am I, Lord. And right in that moment, he said, would you be willing to move to the mission field for the next season of your life? I thought, hmm, is that you, Lord? <laughs> oh, okay, Lord. <laughs> You took advantage of that request. <laughs> and I said, but Lord, I'm pregnant. 
because I was pregnant with our Lizzie at the time, and I had a toddler at home, three-year-old. I said, Lord, are you sure? You know, we were doing a lot of short-term trips, but I had not seen myself at that point living overseas. And uh, we had just seen major fruitfulness and growth in the area of ministry we had started. We started a college group and started with 20 college students and were running like 500 college students coming in, getting saved and planted in the local church at that time. And I said, God, we're just now seeing breakthrough. Why? I feel like things are good. And then the Lord said, if you don't step out in this new thing I'm calling you to, you'll get stagnant in your faith. You won't reach the people I'm calling you to reach, and you'll hinder the ministry you started. And I thought, ooh, Jesus, I don't want to hinder anybody, and I don't want to miss the people you're calling me to reach. And I don't want to get stagnant. I don't want to just get stagnant in my faith. I want to always be stretching with you, Jesus. And so I said, okay, Lord, I will go, but please speak to my husband. (laughs) I don't want to tell him. So I went home that night, and he said, God was speaking to you. I could tell. I said, yeah, but I don't want to tell you what he was speaking to me. (laughs) He said, you got to tell me. I was like, no, why don't you tell me what the Lord was speaking to me? (laughs) He said, no, tell me. So I told him reluctantly, and he started to cry. And Caleb is not emotional. I mean, he, I don't know, I don't remember him crying hardly at all. And he said, God already spoke to me two weeks ago when I was in Asia. He was setting up a crusade for my dad in Cambodia. My dad did a lot of crusades when he was alive. And so he was setting up that. And he said, I know we're supposed to go there. I know the people we're to work with. I know things that we're called to do over in that area. And I was like, okay, Lord. (laughs) He said, God said the same thing to me. Would you be willing to go for a season? And so we said, okay, Lord. (laughs) And we began to make plans, and then we lived over there for two years and started our nonprofit, Inspire International, and began the projects that now you see today, 14 years later, 31 children's homes, five schools, 180 water wells in rural villages throughout Cambodia. Miracles happened in the midst of that time. And God began to confirm. And I I share that because you never know when God speaks to you what's on the other side. He may not call you to go to the mission field, but he may say, go witness to your neighbor. Go talk to that girl at work or that guy. Go talk to them. Or he may give you a creative idea for your business, for for what you're doing that will bless not only your family, but also bless people for the kingdom of God, for the glory of God. God wants to give us creative ideas, but we have to take time to hear what his spirit is saying. Amen? So he speaks by his word, his spirit, his people, believers that are submitted to him. Hebrews 1.1 says, um, on many occasions, God spoke through the prophets, and he's still speaking through prophets today. So this could be through a word you get, through a sermon, through a prophetic word, through a trusted individual. But any time there's a prophetic word, it should always line up with his word. So whenever you get a prophetic word from somebody, go, go to scripture and say, does this line up with his word? And it should also produce peace. Colossians 3 says, let peace be the umpire of your heart. What does an umpire do, baseball players? (laughs) It calls the shots. It calls what's in and what's out. 
the peace of God, even if God asks you to do something uncomfortable, he'll still give you peace, that his, his grace is sufficient in that thing that he's calling you to do. So you'll have peace in the midst of what he's saying. So he speaks through his word, his spirit, his people, and the last way is through dreams and visions. Dreams and visions. Acts 2.17 says, in the last days, God will pour out his spirit on all flesh. Sons and daughters will prophesy. Young men will see visions. Old men will dream dreams. God uses dreams and visions to give us a picture of what is ahead, to show us things to come. In the Bible, we read of people who had visions or dreams, people like Joseph, Daniel, Ezekiel, Paul, John. If you haven't heard from God this way, that's okay. God speaks in multitudes of ways, so we're, none of us are missing out. We all can hear from God in a different way. But we need to be aware that God does use dreams and visions to speak to people. In my own life, this is a, a way that the Lord uses to speak to me. I remember even as a young kid, as an 11-year-old little girl, I had a vision. And I was in worship at church, and all of a sudden when I closed my eyes, I had this, this vision. And in the vision, I was in a room with Jesus. He was standing to my right, and there was big video screens in front of us. And all of a sudden, I saw these pictures of children from all over the world began to flash on the screen. And some were hungry, some were thirsty, they were standing in dirty water, some of them were crying out for help, they had been abandoned, and I start crying. I said, Jesus, why are you showing me this? This is terrible. And he said, because these are the people I've called you to reach. And I said, but God, I'm just a kid. And he reminded me of the scripture, Jeremiah 1.5, don't say you're just a youth for you will go wherever I send you. And so I said, okay, Lord, I'll go. And I went home that night. I told my dad, dad, I'm going to the mission field. I'm 11 years old. <laughs> he said, great. I believe you will someday, but start here and start now. I said, what do you mean? He said, start now serving in our outreaches, in our local church. I said, okay. So I started, started back then serving in our preschool, teaching preschoolers, and then doing outreaches, and then the door opened to begin to go. And when we went to Asia and we built our first children's home, the Lord brought that vision back to my heart. He said, this is why you're here, to help these children that have been abandoned, that have been rescued. This is why. This is my purpose for you. And so I realized that the Lord can use visions and dreams to show us things that he has ahead of time. And sometimes they don't happen automatically. We do our part. We start here and we start now. We start with what we have. But sometimes there's an appointed time that he has for us to see that vision come to pass. And so what I want to encourage you today is if you've had a vision and you say, man, I'm not seeing it. Do what you can right now with what you have, but then trust that God will bring a fulfillment of that dream, of that vision that he has put in your heart. Amen? Habakkuk 2.2 says, write the vision, make it plain, and run with it. And if it tarries, wait for it, for it will surely come. So if you have a vision and you haven't seen the fulfillment, trust that God is going to bring the fulfillment of that vision and that dream and do what you can with what you have right now, trusting that God will multiply it. Amen? Amen. So God uses these ways to speak to us, and God speaks to kids. Amen? We need to encourage our kids. They can hear from God. There's no junior Holy Spirit. It's the same Holy Spirit. He can speak to them. So why is it important? As I close, 
Why is it so important? Because there's people on the other side of us hearing and obeying. There's natural rewards. There's blessing. There's provision that comes when we hear him and we obey him. But there's also eternal rewards of people that are impacted through our obedience to God. And so I want to encourage you today to trust and believe that God can speak to you. Make space at the beginning of this year and at the beginning of your days. Just say, Lord, I, I want to make space for you. Instead of just when I wake up, just going straight to my notifications on my phone, I want to, I want to pause. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to seek you. And I'm telling you, there are so many blessings and rewards when we seek him first. Amen? Let's make space to hear from, what, from God. Believe that he is speaking and that he wants to speak to you, that you can hear his voice. Amen? Why don't we stand to our feet? I want to pray for you today. If you would, just close your eyes. I want us each to just examine our own hearts. If you're here and you realize that you don't have that kind of close relationship with God, you don't have that kind of friendship with God where you're hearing from Him, you have that friendship with Him, but you want to today, you want to have a relationship with Him. If that's you, would you just raise your hand? I want to pray for any, anyone here that desires that, that wants that relationship. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, thank you. I also want to pray for those of you here that you recognize there's been hindrances. You have a relationship with God, but there's been hindrances that have kept you from hearing his voice. It could be bitterness. It could be distractions, busyness. It could be fear, doubt, whatever it is, and you recognize Lord, I need to repent of those things and remove those hindrances so I can hear clearly. If that's you, just raise your hand. Yes, yes, hands all over. Amen. Today's the day. We're removing hindrances. We're making space. We're clearing the clutter. And then a third group I want to pray for is those that need wisdom on decisions that you need to make soon. Divine direction, clarity, confirmation. If you need wisdom, just lift up your hand. All right, hands all over the room. If you raised your hand on any of those, would you join me at the front? We're going to pray. We're just going to take a few minutes before we leave to just make space and hear what he has to say. We're going to ask for wisdom, and I am believing by faith you're going to get confirmation. You're going to get clarity. Some of you, someone I believe is deciding, making decisions on where you're to go to school, and today I believe God's going to give you wisdom. Someone here, you're trying to decide on a new job that you've been offered and you need wisdom and clarity on that. I believe God's going to give you wisdom. Thank you for listening to the Victory Orlando Church Podcast. We hope today's message helps you take another step closer to knowing God and finding freedom through His Word.